Hey guys, welcome back Howdy. to the show. We got Blue Collar Vinny in the jib with what us up? tonight. This is actually a back-to-back show on Tuesday night. We tried it, got into it, and had some computer issues. Uh, did a teaser on YouTube about the show. We all thought it was going well. We were having a good time. Lunch Lady actually did a great interview for a last-minute uh, guest appearance, and then we lost it. That was nuts. Tried with the software company today, trying to retrieve it. We got bits and pieces, lost chunks of it, so it wasn't worth putting it up. So it's just the big three tonight. The jib is going to have a venting session with us. Something happened last night that's really chapping her ass that she's got to get it off her chest. Uh, Vinny, uh, Blue Collar Vinny, has found a new uh, topic of interest for the show. Uh, current events, something that's going on that's really got him yeah. fired up. Take my ass, too. Has to do with Okay. Blue Collar Vinny said it chapped his ass, too, if y'all didn't catch that. But, like our show is all about, it's about a funny story. And uh, we're going to start the show with Blue Collar Vinny and myself. This happened years ago. Obviously, it involves Rough Rider Ricky, and it is kind of funny. I don't think so. Because, it happened to you. <laughs> What did you? What happened? It did you get your ass chapped or something? No, I got pranked. I got pranked bad. So why don't you start it off there, blue collar Vinny? Because you were involved in the process. We all work together, right? Well, what happened is, is one day we called Ricky and told him the police was looking for him. So he freaked out, quit the job, went home. And my mom, he was living with my mom at the time, and she was telling us that he was so freaked out, he went home, called dad, got a plane ticket to go to Toledo so he can hang out with dad. But he was crawling on the floor, keeping from underneath the windows, packed his bag, <laughs> crawled into the garage, into the backseat of mom's car and laid on the floor of her car all the way to the airport. Go ahead, Ricky, finish it off. What the hell were you so guilty about, Ricky? That's it. I I was acting like, man, I committed murder (laughs) or something. I didn't do anything. It just freaked you. This guy, this, this guy who pulled the prank, he's good. He's good. There were a lot of things that this cat did pranks that were fantastic and i never put two and two together <laughs> but like blue collar Vinny said man <laughs> rough rider ricky didn't want to take any chances he's claustrophobic couldn't be in the fucking great bar hotel so what happened when you got to Toledo? <laughs> so my daddy picks me up from the airport he he had just gotten this new job with this company and uh we take a car from the airport to a dealership and we pick up a town and country minivan. We go back to his house and I go to get my suitcases out and he goes, no, just leave them in the car. And I go, why? And he goes, cause we're going to North Dakota. I'm like, fucking North Dakota. What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, man, I'm going on vacation. And if you're going to be hanging with me, you're going on vacation too. So get in the car, and we went to North Dakota. God. Yeah. So in North Dakota, it wasn't bad, man. My stepmom's brother has their family farm and a bunch of kids. You know, there's always kids on a farm. You know that, right? And every day in the summertime, no school. So we're all playing and everything, you know. Of course, I'm I'm the oldest, you know, because I'm on the land, you know, so I'm I'm hanging with the teeny boppers, and you know they're all around, you know, the gopher holes, and they got the little string and making the lassos, and you know we're out there snaring gophers for the afternoon, right. having fun. 
then, you know, rolling down the slip and slide and everything. But, you know, really it was just a great trip because I was never, ever on a vacation, you know, cause I had just graduated. I was young, starting off my life and, <laughs> you know, just worked all the time. Vacations were the weekends at the beach. You lived in Florida, Disney World, amusement parks, whenever you wanted. So it was like I never had to go on vacation. So this was kind of cool. Taught me about vacation. Mm -hmm. Saw some great things and everything. So fast forward to coming home from North Dakota and hanging out with my dad for about four months. He comes home from work one day and he goes, hey, son, he goes, I love you. He goes, but I think you need to call the the police find out what you did and, you know, stand up and do, you know, handle your face, the consequences. I'm like, all right, pops. So I call the sheriff's department and they go, the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's Rick. I, I want to turn myself in <laughs> What the fuck. I, I don't know. A buddy of mine called me about five months ago. I've been hiding in Ohio cause I've been worried. And he goes, well, I think your buddy pranked you, man. Cause we got nothing on you. So then I started calling all the cities and the other counties and they're all laughing at me. So finally I called Kevin and he's just dying. I go, are you fucking kidding me? I go, you couldn't tell me you couldn't call me after a week or something and go, bro. Hey man, we were just fucking with you. Yeah. Huh? I go five and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That was, hold on to it for that long. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess, I guess deep down inside, I didn't mind hanging with my dad and, and just, you know, having the summer of Ricky, like, you know, Vinny had the summer of Vinny from the first episode. I guess that's what you would call my summer. <laughs> I got to hang with Tony, Tony and Toledo and got tight, tight with them with a Tony few times. Toledo. Yeah. So that's cool. All right, that's the end of that story, folks. Quick, short, you know, hope it was funny. Made you put a smile on your face, at least. I don't think it was a knee slapper, but maybe one day we'll get Kevin Owen on. Oops, not supposed to say names, but I did. That's my buddy. Get him on the show and let him tell the story. All right, I guess we'll go into Jib. No, Jib. Let's hear what happened no, to you. It's fresh in your mind. It's fresh out of your mind. It's on my mind. I'll tell you what's on my mind. Okay. Our little podcast we were working on last night. You know, the one that failed. Everybody just heard about. <laughs> enjoying ourselves. Thanks for reminding I, me. I enjoyed myself. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed Lunch Lady and, you know, telling her. Yeah, you guys got along. Pots and pans look good while you're doing it. Uh, you know. Having a good time listening to that and ended up having a conversation with Rick a little bit later on. And then it was like, okay, time to night night, get in bed and get a message from my bank saying I just got fudgently ripped off, you know, like get ready Whoa. to go to bed. And I'm like negative a thousand bucks in my bank. Like I, I didn't even leave my porch. Holy shit. Right. Okay. So this is my vent. Everybody Failed. out there. Failed podcast. Everybody that's listening to this iPod or podcast we're doing right now. Is that it's happening to everybody. You know? So we need to do something about it. We need to hack the hackers that are hacking us and taking our money while we're sleeping. Yeah, that's it bullshit. Is. It's real bullshit. I call you know, bullshit. They tell you, get rid of credit cards. Now they're telling you, go back to credit cards because your debit cards ain't safe. You know, your debit cards aren't safe anywhere. Okay. Your cash is no good anymore. I, I know. It's like, I want to go back to money. Paper money, you know, 20s, 10s, 5s, 1s, dollars. Jibs. Nickels, dime. Carry around a jib in your pocket. Ripped off. It just happened to me twice in a month. Seriously. Well, that's like a nightmare. You know, you got to change everything. Yeah, that's... Because, you know, you rely on your bullshit. debit card for just about everything. Oh, yeah. And it takes yeah. another five days. Right. To... So, people out there, I know it's happening to you. <laughs> 
we all need to figure out a way to stop it. Okay, it's like I'm ready to call the FBI and find out what the hell. Why are you not doing something about it? You're fucking crooked. Yeah. What? Okay, here we go. What? Remember at the beginning, Jib, when we were talking about this, and I said, "Man, I got something to go right along with yeah. that, right?" And it involves the three of us on this show. Seriously, man craziness listen to this coming home from blue collar vinnie's house when he lived in tarpon springs or newport ridge right i stop at a racetrack highway 50 and 75 get gas i go home next morning i wake up somebody bought a fucking set of tires for their car twelve hundred dollars at a store in pennsylvania i call chase bank they send me the information. I got the store's phone number. Okay? This was Sunday, so I had to wait till Monday when they were open. I called the store on Monday, and I go, hey, man. I go, somebody charged. I go, here's the dollar amount. Can you look it up on your line and see if you made the shipment yet? Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, Mr. Angelotti bought a set of tires. I go, yeah, I'm Mr. Angelotti. I just want to know if you shipped them because I think I might want to change the order. And the guy's like, oh, well, what can we do for you? And I go, fucking wait for the cops to come because I just called them because that's a fraudulent order. You're going down, buddy. And he's like, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. Somebody did that. Somebody bought him. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're going down. The cops are on their way. I call the cops up in the city where it happened in Pennsylvania. They go, oh, but you're in Florida. You got to call your local police. Huh? You know, where you live. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So when I get home from work that day, I call Houston's police department because that's where I live. Yeah. Right? They come over to take a statement and he does. He takes my statement and I go, what are you going to do? I got all the information for you. He goes, we're going to let your bank handle it. He goes, did you get your money back? Did the bank give you your money back? I'm like, yes, they did. He goes, then there's no crime. I'm not right. doing nothing. The bank's not right. so the Because the bank gave me my money back. So I asked the cop, I go, so what you're telling me is that I let the bank, don't ask for my money back, take it in the ass. I go, then you'll do something? Well, we then would, you know, escalate it, look at it, and then we would see if we would do anything. But right now, since you got your money back, there's no crime. We're not doing nothing. And he walked out of my fucking house. In other words, they just let the guy, whoever did it, just continue on doing what he does. And So let me tell you what happened to me. And and there, Rough Rider Ricky, you got a sister that can uh, collaborate this story. Up in Stone Mountain, Georgia, I was uh, working up there back in 2004, three. So anyway, I get a divorce. Um, from my, uh, one, two, three, from my fourth wife, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you should have spit out your coffee. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, the chip just about spit yeah. out her coffee. The fourth wife. <laughs> I got five. I hit five. I always said seven, but, you know, it's too late in a stage of life to go anymore. So I'm staying where I'm at. Okay. So, okay. So I did. Better hope the lunch lady don't listen to this. All the credit cards. So I'm reapplying for a new credit card, and then they say no. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out why. So I call the credit bureau, right? Well, I actually, I worked at a car. I ran my own credit report, and I saw I had a uh, uh, charged off cell phone account for $43,000. What? Yeah. So I called the cell phone company. I said, hey, man, what happens when you don't make a payment on the phone? Oh, we turn them off. I said, okay. I said, how do I have a $43,000 charge? So they, hold on. So they get the information. They said, well, Mr. Angelotti, you got such good credit, man. You got seven phones spread out the country right now. And I'm going, really? I said, I don't even have your service on my phone. So I had to write a letter to all the three credit bureaus. They had to do an investigation, and they pulled it off my report. But that took like seven months. Right? Wow. Yeah. Right? 
and that nuts. So the moral of the story is, folks, protect yourself. Don't be a fucking victim and get ripped off because nobody will help you. You got to pay attention to your finances every day. That's just got to. That's just got to stop. You know, with you know what the bank lady told me. Okay, I I would. What she said. Thought of this. Okay, you go and get gas at the gas pump. Make sure you check. You know, the thing you put your card in, check it. If it shakes and it's loose, don't use that pump. Because somebody's messed with it and it's probably rigged it. So when you put your card in there, it reads your number. They get your information. So, same thing in grocery stores. You go into a grocery store and it's with dilapidated, like looking like one. It's like, I'm not using it, okay? I want you to run my card through... I'm not putting it through that machine. You you don't have to. You can say, take my card nope. over over the counter. Well, let me ask you a question. Who's what? just, you go to a restaurant, the guy brings you your tab, you give him your card, he walks off, you don't take a picture of your card. For sure. Right? That happens. On the front, that happens. Information on the back, for sure. He knows the guy very close that um, he did it. Back in the uh, when he first moved to Florida, for you sure. Know, he was working, he scanned That's some it. guy's card and went out and did a heyday on it. Had to, had to pay <laughs> it off. Back. Yeah. Now I'm gonna be now I'm gonna be going places, you know, and walking around and make, making sure all the machines aren't screwed up, you know. Like I'm gonna have all my stuff on the counter, check the machine, and go. Sorry, you're gonna have to move all my food over to this counter because I'm not using this machine. Like that's insane. I do the self-checkout at the grocery store. Yeah. I guess you can do it that way, but you still got to okay. put your card into a machine. Here's the here's the thing nowadays. The cards have the chip, chip on them. They have chip. the chip. And all you do is you just tap it on right. the machine. And and also That's those, it. The then you walk away. Or the things you tap, right? Huh? They got these got people walking around with these little things they carry so when they walk by you yes they catch you mm-hmm. by that chip that's on your freaking card and it can go right through yep. a purse and a really? jacket and your pants and your wallet what's that hey what is, here you go see this that? wallet it's my wallet and it's called an f r f i d wallet and it's guaranteed those scanners can't get through oh. my wallet. Now, if I have my card out and I'm paying, they can get it. But when it's in my pocket uh-huh. in this wallet, you look on Amazon. Okay. RFID. I got to use my freaking debit card, right? So then I get ripped off from on Amazon. <laughs> no, Amazon doesn't card. rip you off. <laughs> it is. You can't win. Well, it's like the credit card companies. They called me, uh, you know, uh, well, this was a couple of years ago. I was uh, at work and I was t- delivering a car and, and somebody called. So I told my customer, I said, oh, I'm getting scammed. So I said, let me show you what I do. So the guy calls Mr. Angelotti. He going, um, he's going, we reviewed your file on your credit cards. He goes, we can drop your interest rate by two points. And I well, I'm at 0% now, so you're going to tell me I'll be at minus 2 and you'll pay me every month? And the guy's going, no, no. He goes, we'll, we'll drop you two points. I said, buddy, I said, I'm at 0%. So if you drop me two points and I'm at minus 2, right? <laughs> yeah. Fun to argue with me. It, it's who's on first all oh, over again. Oh, no. <laughs> Guy, guy's got a script and he's like, two Two points? I'm going to drop you two points. Nobody told me I'm at zero percent. What do I do? What do I do? I come from work one time. My wife's all freaked out, right? This is wife number five now we're talking about. So she's like all freaked out, right? And I go, what's the matter? She goes, well, the IRS called. She goes, they they called and they have a warrant out for my arrest. Right? I said, okay. The IRS never calls you. Exactly. You got the number in your phone still. She goes, yep. I said, let me call him. So I call him up, right? 
And I said, yeah, I understand that uh, you got a warrant out for my, uh, for my wife, right? And the guy goes, yes, sir. And I said, okay. So we give it a half hour. I call him back now. I'm using my phone, right? So I call him back and I says, hey, man, this is uh, Sergeant Stadeko from the Newport Ritchie Police. I have a uh, Deborah Postiglione over here turning herself in for an open warrant, but I don't see nothing on the system. And the guy goes, hold on one moment, officer, comes back on and he goes, she was just arrested in Texas. And I go, <laughs> so the next day I call him up. He answers the phone. I said, buddy, don't come outside because I'm in your bushes. <laughs> okay, this coffee cup's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm going to vouch for that. That's a true story because when it happened, he told me and I almost pissed my pants laughing so hard. <laughs> he told me he called the guy up and said, don't come outside. I'm in your fucking bushes. When people call and it says scam, you answer it, you fuck with them. No, no, it just shows it's a good number and then you're going to get a lot more spam. Oh, I answer all. It's like when you get those messages, you know, those nasty little flipping messages where they got 20 people in them. You know, you just delete them. You block every single one of them. Don't say a word. Yes, block. Say, if you just block. put like a T, they know you're a good number and they sell your number. So don't ever numbers. comment. How about that? I'm learning the tricks of the trade here, okay? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. I no, said we I did have not. two cell phone numbers on one phone. Well, Vinny, that is not unheard of. Everybody knows about Google numbers and other internet numbers that people Dude, I got have. all these people clicking on my friend requests. Oh, yes. Blue Collar Vinny has put it out there on Facebook that we have gone live. We should say thank you to everybody. Wait till we start singing. <laughs> I don't know, Capiche. Where's the Capiche? Yeah, you know, you know, today is Robert De Niro's birthday. Fuck him, that piece of garbage. What are you talking about? I'll freaking knock you out. Seriously? Yes, he is my whole, oh my God, he's my favorite of every, yeah. He's the best. Okay. I love him. I boycott him. I boycott fucking Barbara Streisand, Madonna, fucking all them fuckers. Oh, well, Madonna was just nothing but a glorified whore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought she was cute as hell when she started out. And then I was like, what the Flip, are you doing? Like, yuck. Okay, you're starting to insult womanhood. I, I don't like women that do crap like that. Okay, you want to sing? Get out there and sing and use your voice. It's a goddamn instrument God gave you. That's a gift. Celine Dion. You know, women, right? Nobody owes you for that. Flipping gifts they were given. You don't get out there and like bouncing your butt and just sing. You know, that's. Well, Barbara Streisand, well, I mean, why you don't like Barbara Streisand? She's, she sings good. Well, yeah, what happened to Barbara Streisand? I don't know, Vinny you don't like her. They're communists. Barbara Streisand's a communist. Wow, that's a, that's a big that's statement. All I'm say. <clears throat> okay, I know Steven Seagal became a Russian citizen. Well, what, well there's nothing wrong with that. Seriously? I mean, if he wants to go over there really? and become a Russian, go for it. And Russia's wanting to start World War Three. Yes. Okay. Well, we, we didn't say we'll do politics, so I don't want to go there. Yeah, we might <clears throat> come out right. through the screens at each other. <laughs> exactly. But we do have Blue Collar Vinny time right now to uh, talk about his venting uh today let's go yeah, we're going to talk about 
Liz Cheney. Oh boy. Wyoming. This lady raised $15 million, you know, for her uh, gig last night. Spent half, got her ass whooped by 70%. Now she's saying she wants to run for president. She's going to keep the money, the other half, the $7.5 million, and save it till 2024, she says, and then run for president. She is... <laughs> Did, did she? Did they just vote? And did she get in? Nah. Okay. No. What do you mean she's gonna run for president? Break Two that. Four, yeah. She's gonna put her hat in the fucking name and. Oh <clears throat> boy, boy, we'll really go down tubes then. She lost by seventy percent in one state. What do you think the rest of the country's gonna do it over? She ain't running. She just I'm wants. She wants to keep the money. Oh, take the money and run. How about that? I don't believe that. I don't believe that that's fair. All right. Well, she'll take the money and run, and maybe she'll just run away, and we won't hear from her anymore. Okay, like Bill de Blasio's old lady with $800 million? So she could start a fundraiser, and then they never started it? And, and now what? Where, where are they at? Right. That's a yeah. That's ripping off us people. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. About scammers. They're scammers, and we put them there to scam us. Right. That's not good. Not good. That's not good. But that again. That again is politics. Right. Hey, listen, listen, yeah. Jib. Last night, that story that you were telling about the UFOs mm-hmm. and everything. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm telling you. Oh, hang on. Hang on. I think that's why. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get a drink of water, guys. Last out because I started telling a stupid story like that and I shouldn't say shit like it. <laughs> Listen, this is this is what's funny. I, I went on after I was trying to download and edit our podcast when we were having those troubles. I, I went on and started a fresh podcast just by myself and I talked about a hoax that we might pull about the aliens and I downloaded some noises and inserted them into, into the, my podcast. It was about four minutes long. And I let the people know that we, we didn't, we lost you. We couldn't find you. We haven't heard from you since the incident happened and everything went blank, but I never posted it. I'm, I'm like, that's not what we're about. We're not about hoaxing right. and, and fiction about the truth. So I didn't do it. I'm just talking to you about it. I'm letting everybody know. I kicked it around the idea, but we're sticking to our platform, and that's truth and facts only. Truth right. and facts Raw only. Right, naked truth. Okay. No, so, truth. Yeah, we know it hurts. Too bad. That's <laughs> right. So what we have found and decided is right now, for some reason, with the UFO community and activities that are going on at such a high level, maybe it's because the mainstream media now is really covering it and standing behind it with government agencies. And these, you know, last night I was talking about the new government agency that's taken up the Pentagon's offices and are out there investigating again. And with us talking about that, and putting the word out that we're going to be doing some of this work on the podcast. We have a few people that have come forward that want to be guests that have similar stories to what you told last night. Yeah. Jim. And, and we're going to be able to talk to them and interview them and ask them yeah, what their experiences are. That. What's that? And I mean, isn't yeah. that great? Yeah. Because, you know, I've had a few experiences and, they're unexplainable to me, just like a UFO is unexplainable to everybody. Well, it's a UFO. It's an unidentified flying object. Okay, with this, whatever happened, is unidentifiable. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, how else can you explain right it? Right you are. You got something blue yeah. collar, Vinny. I was listening to the radio today while I was out on the road, and... Uh... Abby uh, Hornacek is doing a, uh, a 
series of uh, people that's been abducted by aliens. So I'm going to record it while I'm working so I can watch it at night so we can talk about that also. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. Great. Let, let the folks know who, Danny who that met is. Barney and Betty Hill. And okay. you know who Barney and Betty Hill are, right? They're the ones that. Oh, were those were the people from the yes. 50s? And when we lived up north. All over, all over the when TV we moved shows. Up north, yes. Danny found them and he went and visited them and talked about it. Really? Wow. Yeah. That, that's that's a great show. That's a great show. Yeah, because you One know what time. we used to do when we lived up in New Hampshire? We, uh. used to, we used to drive to the White Mountains. Like, we would leave, so we would be there, like, in midnight and on. Because it was like no okay. light distraction, no, you know, any of that interference. And it was a huge place for sightings. Really? So we would go and sit wow. for hours waiting for UFOs to show up. Well, that's what you got to do, but you know you can't do it no. just one night because yeah, what are well, the chances? Long drive, so and I had kids, you know, yeah. so it was like we couldn't. Oh, do no, it no, no, no. I I understand yeah. that. I'm talking about the professionals that you know make TV shows yeah. like that. You know, the Bigfoot hunters and ghost hunters, they go to the place for one night and expect to find something or see something. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, you got the cameras, so they're going to come out, you know, and be on TV. Yeah. Or... Yeah, you, did. <laughs> you, you know, I would suspect that you'd have to be there for weeks and, and do, you know, oh, studies definitely. like that. Definitely. Yeah. They, they camp out there for months. Yeah. Marcy saw a fucking UFO. Yes, yes, in Cleveland. Yes, we can talk to you. In that. Cleveland, we had these great big front porches, man, big slabs, you know, where you could pack a family of 10 on there, you know. Mm -hmm. But so she said, sitting out front one night, you know, just sitting there in the patio. And the next thing you know, she saw this great big triangle with a round light at each point, just sitting there, didn't move, nothing. And then next thing you know, disappeared, gone. Yep, that's her story. She stuck to it. And she's told she told it so many times. That's how you know it's true and yeah. real. Because it never changed right. one time. Like I the saw a UFO in Florida sitting in front of the school, me and my friend. <laughs> yep. Really? I've known you for how many years and now this is the first yeah, time I'm hearing about this. Story before, probably sitting on your you back never before. told me this story. Right. We've partied so many times, I've I never heard that. So many stories and you've told me, I don't know how many times I need to write a book. Uh, like... <laughs> well, I, I, I will tell you that. So instead of a book, we're doing well, a podcast, <laughs> kid. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Right? I put you well, out I there. We we're worldwide. We're global. It was a UFO because it was nothing else but. Okay. We tried to tell the teachers hey, and they wouldn't believe you. us. And so you know how that goes. Life just went on, and we just went on being kids. Nobody believed us. You know, I always said if I see one land, I'd walk over to it. Oh, me too. I'd get on. I told Danny if it landed out in the backyard, I'd get on for a ride. I just don't want them to do anything weird to me. Like I'd ask them, don't oh, do okay. anything weird to me now. Because, I mean, I want to go with you, but sure. don't be weird. Yeah. But I'm going to ask them if they're going to bring you back before you go. Well, I don't know if I'm going to want to come back. I mean, it may be pretty cool out there. Yeah, it could be a cocoon yeah, situation. Like I'm watching everybody look, look like idiots down there. Check out some magic. Space dust. I'd go. I'd go in a minute. It's like, where are, beam me up now, man. <laughs> you, you were just talking about kids and grandkids. and Yeah, I know. But if I can just watch. And, and now you're ready to go. Beam me up. Get me out of here. Well, I'm <laughs> 70 years old and I went and just got a grandkid from the bus stop on the other side of town. It's like, geez, it was like, what the heck of a day, okay? Be, got ripped be, off. Be up, just fucking nuts. Hey, so so talk about that trip. 
you got coming up there? Let everybody know. What trip? Oh, going to going to see yes, the grandkid, great grandkid, grandmother. Right. Right. Cool. I have a great granddaughter. Good. From, okay. I have two daughters and five granddaughters, and now a great granddaughter. And I'm like, I'm. Can somebody I'm give you a boy? Okay. Can somebody I'm, give I'm, you a boy? I'm serious. I was like, no. and of course, this little great granddaughter was born on the 4th of July. Oh, cool. So she's going to be a little firecracker. Oh. Did they name her Tom Cruise? No, they named her Mia Kate. Mia yes, Kate. Sounds like a little actress or something. <laughs> Pete yeah. the Pig. Um, coming from that family, she'll end up being an actress. Yeah, hopefully something. Piece of cake. I mean, me. I got, I got a lot of beauty, so I guess I did what I was supposed to do on this little earth. I'll be like, I was a, I was a good little earthling <laughs> while I was here. <laughs> I'll be like a hunter before I become a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Why You're do you a say that? Yet, Vinny? Hell no, man. My kid's not even interested in boys yet. Hmm. <laughs> what you say? Yeah, because when they start, yeah. forget it. I'm not ready to walk her down the aisle yet. <laughs> By the time she's ready, Excuse I won't me. be able to walk. <laughs> You'll just wheel her down. She can That'd sit be... on your lap and you can wheel her down. <laughs> no doubt. I was telling Deb last night, my, my, my kidneys hurt so bad, I can hardly walk. And I got a wheelchair up in the attic. She goes, you want me to get the wheelchair? And I go, uh, no. No. Not ready for the wheelchair yet, please? <laughs> yeah, that's that's when Joni had plantar fasciitis or whatever, and she couldn't walk. I said, let's get you one of them knee things, you know, put your knee up and you, like a scooter. And she's like, absolutely not. And I'm like, so you'd rather walk in pain and her than give it a rest and, and let it heal. Uh, yeah, I hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not I ready for that. Little scooter things you can put your knee on and wheel around when Debbie had foot. Got her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's got a little handbrake on it, a little basket to put your stuff in. And when <laughs> she was sitting down, buddy, I was wheeling all over the house in that thing, man. <laughs> It was like well, a toy you know, for you. you got those things when you go to the grandkids' house. They got those little hoverboards and those things with the little two wheels with the big thing, and you got to try and push with one foot. Yeah. Yeah. How and do I you do with those? I have to play on them. Because you hurt yeah. yourself. Yeah. It's like, hey. it's like Danny okay. getting on a hoverboard over at Sean's. And I said, Danny, I don't think you should be getting on that. Holy shit, he hit the dirt, man. I was like, God, I flew so quick. Like riding a Harley. Before I could even finish saying, I don't think you should be getting on the. He was down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got one of those stories. You know, again, again, it's a blue collar well, Vinny story. I don't know. People. I don't know how it always happens, how it always, how it always circles back. Comes over my house one time and I was washing the motorcycle, right? He goes, Hey, man. it was Thanksgiving. Huh? I was between wife number uh, oh, one. I the one. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. So, so it was a holiday. Washing the bike, Vinny's over. And he goes, Hey, man, let me, let me take it up the street. I'm like, Okay, cool. You can ride. Yeah. 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 Hops on it, revs it up a little bit, takes off right into the neighbor's tree. Boom. On the ground. I'm like, bro, come on, man. He gets up and he's laughing. You know, lucky he wasn't hurt. You know, <laughs> bike was scratched a little bit, but what the hell? But funny as shit. And you didn't have video cameras back then. You didn't have cell phones. I couldn't. You would I couldn't touch oh, my God. We'd, There's we'd, so much stuff. When to release, and, and I did, and that's it. I, can you imagine if we had the technology today as if we were kids? We were just so much smarter than the kids are today. We'd be brilliant back then. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Here's a, here, here is a great lead in what we just talked about. Technology back then. 
what we would have yeah. done with it. Okay, here we go. I was looking for our birth certificates because we want to go on that motorhome trip we're going on to Ohio. We want right. to go to Canada. That's where my wife's heritage is from. And of course, you know, people we're going with are her family. So it's their family's heritage as and well. And I'm from Cleveland so, and you're uh, from Cleveland. So yeah. right. here we go. Yeah. So upon looking for birth certificates, I found a bunch of old pictures because back when we were doing these things, there were no cell phones to take pictures with. So they're actual pictures, copies of pictures, pictures. And I was sending them to Blue Collar Vinny because it was of our camping trips that we would go on to the middle of the Ocala National Forest, Hopkins Prairie, right? And he would meet us there with, which wife is that one? Three? <laughs> Yeah, You're no. going to have to start naming these wives. Then we'll know where we're at. Okay. So, so so he's with three and his black Dodge pickup truck that he just loved. Right? And who else is in these pictures, man? It's our brother. It's our other brother from Tallahassee who we can't believe would hang out with us back then. It was awesome. So here's the technology and what we would do with it. The cell phones just came out, and there were no bag phones. There were no handheld phones. It was a car-mounted phone only. It was the Hughes K900, I think. It was black and red. Yeah, black and red and had the red numbers on it. Really cool. I worked in cell phones, so I had it installed in, in in the wife's car. So we were telling our brother about a story about a famous wrestler who lives in Orlando and Vince knows him, blue collar Vinny knows him. And the guy is funny as shit. So let's let's let blue collar Vinny tell about this wrestler and how we know him and what he does. I was working at a Jeep store in downtown Orlando. And this guy would pull in in a Cadillac and he would have this little old guy get out, open the door. But as he was opening the door, they would pop the trunk because it was an automatic trunk, and they would be singing "Mamas and the Papas." California yes. dreaming. And, and, the, and the little guy, his name was Freddie, and we and, and gorgeous George. But George had a rest. So, <laughs> yes, George. so he would, uh, yeah, no, it was hilarious on the phone and we would put him on hold, but leave him on speaker and we would all just sit around the phone and he'd be on the way he was on hold. You could just hear him going. Uh, for uh, it would just go on and on and on. So while we were camping, we were getting a little buzzed up. Right. And I said, you know what? Let me, let's talk about this guy. I met his name's Gorgeous George and I got his number. So Ricky goes, well, let's go in the car and call. So we all hop in and explore, right? There was, what, five of us? So we all. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, right, you had the two bucket seats up front and then a spot for three in the back. No seats in the back. I think, wasn't there six of us? I mean, it was like a clown car. Okay. So we're all packed in this thing. So I'm, I'm in the driver's seat. So. I call the guy and I go, hey, man, it's Rick. And gorgeous George goes, Rick, Rick Flair, is that you? Where are you at? Are you in town? Did you come in for Moolah's funeral? So I'm looking at Vinny and Vinny's shaking his head and I go, yeah, it's Rick Flair. Woo! I'm in town. Woo! Rick Flair's in town. Woo! We're going to get together and party. Ric Flair, who's in town? And uh, he goes, well, why didn't you tell me? I'll pick you up at the airport. And I go, yeah, send send Freddy the freeloader. <laughs> Woo! And gorgeous George goes, who is this? <coughs> it's not Ric Flair. Nobody knows Freddy the freeloader. 
I'm coming after you. Who is this? And I hang up. My brother's just dying going, oh, fuck, man. I thought you guys were lying. And we're like, no, man, we do this at least once a week. Fuck with this so guy. I, I go so, back yeah. to work after the camping trip, and the guy calls me up, right? Shit. He goes, uh, this is gorgeous. He goes, I need you to listen to this. And he recorded the conversation with Ricky. And he's going, Rick Flair, woo! Send Freddie. <laughs> I hang up on him, and I call Ricky. I said, man, he's got your number, bro. <laughs> oh my god that was that that was you know i i talked about that story in my very first podcast that that would be one that we told fell and man sure as hell if it didn't make it to the second full one that that was that was his story man that so so to answer your question jib that's what you do if you had the technology back then. We fucking prank yeah. people with it. I guess so. <laughs> I'd like to know how to turn this flipping iPad around so I could use it like a freaking iPad. Just shrink the screen. I, I can't when I turn it to stand it up like you would stand it in your case. I go sideways. Oh yeah, because that's landscape mode. It, it's their, it's the it's the podcast mm. podcast or app. They don't have it to where you can switch it. I, I tried right. okay. and tried. So and, and start... I, you know, like how you can turn, you know, lock screen, right? right? Yeah. You can lock it in a position so that way you can turn it any yeah. way you want. So I'm yeah, I, I didn't try that. The only thing I didn't try. My... So why don't you try that? I'm gonna try using my iPhone. But I got to. Did you look up uh, yet? You know, I want to go log in or sign in or make a new account, and it's saying it's already used. So I know I got one in there. I just got to figure out. There you go. I got to figure right. it out. I get a lot of bunch of other stuff I got to figure out. Like, who doesn't have shit they got to figure out? Everybody's got shit to figure out. Almost done. All right, folks, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up for this podcast, man. I think we did fantastic. I knew they would always get better. Yeah, don't forget, you guys. Uh, God dang it, we gotta get these people from ripping us <laughs> off. I'm gonna give up. That's right. That's up. right. Stand up, everybody. Everybody, do something about it. I Say something it. about everybody, it to somebody. Call the FBI. Don't stay once. quiet. Pass it forward. We kind of did that. We'll, we'll go out with an ending. We did that one night. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. We were in mannequins up on the second floor, dancing, drinking, partying, and we couldn't find our buddy. And we have to use his name, man. Sorry, John, but we got to use your name. It was John Gates. So we started asking people next to us. All of us did. Hey, have you seen John Gates? And we just kept doing it to everybody we would see. So they two o'clock comes, closing time. So since we were on the second floor, they got elevators and people are shuffling out the stairs, elevators. And all you hear is everybody asking each other, hey, man, have you seen John Gates? Hey, have you seen John Gates? We walk outside the elevator and people outside the bar in the walk pass ways going out to their cars leaving are looking at each other going hey have you seen john gates vinnie saw john gates and tell he him what was happened drunk laying on the park bench and um <laughs> so we walk by and we wake him up about to wake him up a little midget by him and he looks at him and he goes hey man have you seen john gates and john gates goes whoa <laughs> Who the hell is John Gates? A friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. So so that's what we need to do with this getting ripped off. That's my point. Everybody start talking like that, and whoever you see, 
tell them. Don't stand for it if it happens no, to you. Like we need to fight doing something because it's getting just absolutely ridiculous. That's it right. Is. That's and our I, public I service announcement for tonight's show. Just as pissed off. But, but Jim, they don't know what to do about yeah. it. Jim, question. That's right. Pardon? Yeah. Okay. John Gates. Have <laughs> you seen John Gates? <laughs> Folks, at, at some point you'll hear from John Gates. You won't be able to see him, but you'll hear from him. We'll have him on the show. He's an awesome friend, been oh, a lifelong, lifelong friend. Yeah. All right, we'll get him on here. Get yeah. him on here if you can do it. And we love that well, guy. That's how we all know each other is because John Gates. John was our Gates. Friend, and Joni was John Gates's sister's friend, and that's how everybody has met. Is through John Gates. It's kind of like Kevin Bacon. Everybody knows Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Six degrees or seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Man, that's John Gates. <laughs> yeah, well, hurry up and get John on the show. I want to meet this dude. There you go. Hey, Jib, it was fun as always. I guess we're going to hear from the Jib when she gets back. She's got a busy schedule coming up and going on her trip. So she's asked for a little time off and to prepare so it's not so hectic. So, Jib, you be safe, have fun, give the grandbaby a kiss for us. We'll see you when you get back, and uh, we'll hope you had a great time. And, man, I hope something happens to you on the plane so you can tell us the stories. Okay, I usually just, like, watch the the (coughs) flight attendants' faces. They tell me everything. If I see just one little weird expression, I'm, like, locking in. (laughs) Go off on really? somebody so people can record you and we'll go and we'll put you on YouTube and you can go nation worldwide as the crazy lady. <laughs> I'll have an yeah. anxiety attack on the god dang plane ride. How about that? I won't have to go into the getting the... Lady gets duct taped to her seat on her way to Boston to yeah, see her great grandchild. Again, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, total real frisk down. Okay. Never been through an airport like that in my life. Like, what the heck? Hey, that that girl liked the tatas, man. That's why she picked up the guy. That's right. (laughs) Blue collar Vinny, always good talking to you. Hope your kidneys feel better. Hope you get to the doctor soon and they can take care of you. A couple days. All right. And as always, folks, we'll get it uploaded as soon as we can. Look for it and uh, look forward to the next one. All righty. Have fun on your trip, Jim. Yeah, I will. Thank you much, everybody.